0: Welcome to another candid conversation. We're joined this afternoon with Metz Kramer, and we continue our discussion on the digital dealership. Our last podcast, we talked about the products and services that you're going to be presenting to each market segment. The second set of this piece is what channels are you going to use to get in touch with your audience? So, Metz, good to see you again. Here we go. Thanks, Ron. It seems so fresh. Yeah, doesn't it though? So, what do you mean by a channel that you're going to bring? you you're going to bring content to, which is what we talked about in the last podcast to your clients, the audience. What do you mean by channel? A, a channel could be anything. It's the the media or
1: the platform um, or like a TV channel that different channels your tv has 500 channels um, each one is meant to do different things it, it's sold differently and so the audience in the end of that channel is different so if you think about it like in that kind of old analogy if you're selling putting commercials up on a particular channel on a tv you want to know you know who's hanging out on that channel if it's the sports channel you're going to find sports people if it's the home channel you're going to find people who like houses and if you're going to try and target a particular their audience it's good to know who's on that channel and i think the same happens now and one thing that's you know often not considered long enough in social media is you know who's on that channel you know what kind of audience member is on facebook which one is on linkedin you know what should i what channels exist and what's the difference between them so those are those are channels. It could be something like a billboard. It can be a brochure. I mean, those are all. It could be your it came up with this idea. It could be your
0: invoices that you send out. You know, it's a channel. Yeah, You're I seeing, think uh, I, I think in fact I'm glad you did that. It's any any vehicle that we use to communicate with the marketplace, the audience. That's yeah. an invoice. It's a purchase order. It's everything. Yep, we're seeing it rather dramatically in. Television today, where if you look at the evolution, we had the, the the three to five channels. Everybody's on ABC, CBS, you know NBC. Then we start having cable instead of an antenna. Then we start having satellite, and then those folks start lumping things together and presenting a package to us a gold silver bronze these channels yes so so in effect they're doing that to us as they put things like you talked in the last podcast i think that you've got different levels of software that people are using at the same time Mm -hmm. and the the vendors the suppliers are constantly which one gets the best the best results and why Yep. That channel's the same gig, isn't it? Channel is.
1: I mean, you, we do it as people, right? We, we post something on Facebook and there's well-known addiction to the like button. Um, but that's your that's your feedback. That's how you measure what's happening on each channel. Um, and so when we, we look at those channels, we both get some of them have built-in feedback. Uh, and some of them... Um, We just have to understand, you know, what are the, how the channel works.
0: Do you have the, do we have granular enough email addresses? Can we get it to the parts manager, to the counter people, to the technicians, or is it just to the dealership and and three to four people? I think you can
1: get granular data on everyone. Like that's the beautiful thing. It's no longer, um, you know, sending a postcard by mail. All you know is it showed up, you, hopefully, you know, it showed up at the door that you paid it to get to. But when you send an email
0: you know a lot more about it, you know, you'd be advocating that we, we obtain and maintain emails for everybody in the company. That's an influence in the purchase. Correct. Yeah, I
1: would. And I, I would, Think there's value in, in classifying where they fit in.
0: I, I agree with that hundred percent. The the um it's very difficult to do it's it's mind-numbing data that we'd have to pour through right um I honestly think that
1: between like data enrichment um, some you know Team member interaction already because these are like these are the people that you're you're talking to. If you're a, a dealership with more people, people are interacting with these people, and and so it's in these interactions that you can actually start to qualify who their contacts are. Whether they're these are the contacts that are showing up on work order contacts, you know, then you know that they're service side people. Um, there is all kinds of data enrichment. Um, to find out more about the people like demographics you can do. Um, And then um, you can see how people respond. You know, like if you can see what what kind of emails they're opening, what's interesting to them, that helps you also classify. Like if, if I send out an email on our inspection app, and all these people open it, I assume they're more interested. If I cross-reference that a little bit, I can understand that, yeah, this is a group now that's interested in this topic, and now I can give them more detailed information about the same topic because I know that that audience, even though I haven't manually gone through everyone, I'm just taking what I learn, taking what I see and how people interact, and then
0: changing my behavior to affect their behavior. to the yeah, message. Exactly. And- yeah, it's about us adapting, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What I did, you might have noticed, two or three weeks ago, I sent out a, a, a bunch of question survey type stuff over LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and a bunch relative to the length of the podcast. What yeah. do people like? And we got about twenty five hundred people coming in saying, you know, somewhere between ten and twenty minutes is is about the extent of it. Some guys and gals were saying three to five minutes. Well, I can't, I can't compress the information we're trying to transfer. So we, we, we're making the adjustment and then you've got Google analytics and other statistical products that you can get. What, what are people looking at? How long are they there? So that if I've got a message, whether it's an audio message or a a read message, and it's three minutes long, I, I get a lot of people coming in 500 people come in they leave after 30 seconds obviously my content didn't get anywhere yep and i've got that to contend with on each channel fair comment
1: exactly i mean e- each of these channels nowadays has all kinds of feedback um on top of the understanding of who's in it that you should be using to to fine tune the message And so we go back to, like, looking at understanding what the various channels we have. And then once we have those channels, understanding what audience, what the audience wants to see in each channel. Right. So now that we have channel, know what the kind of audience is, understand the kind of content that is desired in that channel. We're kind of ready to mix our product definition with what we understand about the channels.
0: Okay, so I'm one of these guys, old fashioned as I am, that wants somebody to own a channel. Their life is going to depend on how successfully we deal with that channel. So, you, in, in your blog a couple of days ago, you mentioned LinkedIn seems to be aiming at professionals, corporations, brand development. Facebook is smaller contractors more social type of thing. Instagram is is brand announcements, et cetera. Yeah. Is that the same type of thing you're wanting to do with these channels? Yeah, I think every channel
1: has that kind of definition on it. It's, it's a, a rough definition of the type of audience that you expect to find there. And typically, the feedback will tell you that.
0: So I need an owner of that channel. I could have 20 different owners,
1: correct? You could. Absolutely.
0: So that's where it starts, in my mind, starts to become very complicated. Most dealers, in my experience, don't have a marketing department that I could give this to that be able to pick it up and run with it. Is that your feeling as well?
1: I, I think most dealers don't have it. Most like the, the people that I've seen on the, the smaller side of dealerships are doing it themselves in the evenings or um, they have a sales rep doing it uh, in the bigger dealerships that I've spoken to. They have, you know, their social media or their marketing department and they're doing it on their own uh, and they have the opposite problem. They're too disconnected from the, the rest of the business. It's, it's definitely social has made it more challenging to integrate marketing because it's a social aspect. You know, it, It's not when you had an advertising department that made billboards, it was pretty easy to get a meeting and decide, you know, what do we want on the billboards? And then they could just go off and do it. But when you move over into like social channels, it's about people wanting to engage. And I think we've touched on this in the past. It's like, you have to find a balance between having your sales rep spend, you know, 20 hours a week, posting LinkedIn content because he's trying to build his engagement with his audience with, with his customers and having someone who isn't the sales rep and doesn't actually have a, a relationship with the customer but you know bring the expertise on how to do it and the focus of owning the, the channel whether it's LinkedIn or Instagram etc so I, I think you have to have kind of an interesting mix between the channel owner and what the purpose of the channel is which is to build and in the case of social media, which is to build social relationships between the customer and your internal people.
0: And in 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 fact, this is a real change. Marketing at an equipment dealership 20, 40 years ago was about brochures, trade shows, conventions, mailers, handouts, that type of thing. Yeah. And that really It was felt that that was an influence on the sale. Marketing, to me, is anything and everything that involves getting the customer to say yes to buy something. So now as we move into the social media world, and we've got Facebook, for example, with 2 billion subscribers or, or users all across the world. And when we talked originally about the digital dealership, but a couple of podcasts ago, you talked about the audience relative to jargon. Now we got this universe; that audience is much larger. Yep, we we started in the last discussion, well, in the previous as well, with the segmentation defining the segments. And the last one, what what products and services are we going to be giving to that particular? Now we're in the channel. This. Puppy is starting to layer up to be quite complex.
1: Yeah, it's like a three-layer chessboard.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'm not good at a two-layer chessboard. (laughs) But that really is what we're talking about, isn't it? We are. We're
1: we're multi-dimensional, kind of matrixing, building strategies for the different. And it doesn't have to be that there are as many squares on a chessboard as number of strategies you have to have. It's, it's merely applying that idea that there are these different dimensions that have to intersect to
0: make your digital marketing work well. Now, is, do you think the digital dealership is aimed more at the equipment side or is it the product support side? I don't honestly think it makes any difference. Okay. How about the... Acceptability of it. Do you think the equipment side is more prepared for this type of thinking than parts and service?
1: That I would say so. Yeah, I think you know the the advertising, the concept of advertising and marketing. You know, I think is more at home in the equipment sales side. It's been done more. Right. Um, When my time in running parts and service, we didn't do a lot of thinking about marketing. Too busy just running the day to day. But on the other hand, you know, when we look at the really small market share percentage, uh, upon doing some analysis of both parts and service, you realize like that's why, like how much opportunity is missed because we're not thinking, you know, what are our what are our service
0: products? Like what are they really?
1: and, yeah. and how are we going to present our service <laughs> products?
0: You know, adaptability and adjusting to the reality in the marketplace is critical, and 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 what you're you're pointing out is. Equipment sales have done a much better job of marketing, understanding their market, and exploiting it than parts and service. As you said, we're too busy trying to keep up. We're working yeah. in the business, not on the business, and we haven't had the headcount to allow us to do that. But that's that's kind of a beautiful way of ending up on the channel, isn't it? The channel yeah. explodes the means with which we can communicate to our audience. Yep. Yeah. There are lots to choose from. Any other closing comments you want to give on the channel side of things before we move on to the next?
1: I think probably the most useful thing would be that it's important to understand them so that um, you don't fatigue
0: your audience on the channel. Yeah, I think that's great advice. We we can we can create too many tracks.
1: Yeah, and then the other piece was it that the the channel has its own algorithm, right? Especially when we talk about social. And so you can, you can have a channel, you can have an audience on it. If you're not thinking through the feedback and what you're seeing and what you're putting out there and what the channel prefers, you might be yelling into an empty room because
0: the algorithm simply will not post your content. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's a good That's a good way to close this. Okay, Mets, thank you very much. And thank you, folks, for listening in on this podcast. I look forward to seeing you at our next podcast with Mets in the near future. Mahalo. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate your support. Should you have any thoughts or comments, please don't hesitate to contact us at www.learningwithoutscars.com. The time is now. Mahalo.